From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. Hey, James, it's good to be back with you. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, and as always, it's great to be with you, Steve. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm I'm glad we, we have a fun and um, interesting topic. I think probably this is one of those things that you and I have connected on for some time, and uh, we, we both seem to re- like to read, and we both seem to like to look at the different sides that of of being a AV professional that don't necessarily have to always do with AV or technology and and, and you know the those so that kind of leaves the professional part which is uh, you know professional development how what are those soft skills what are the things that that um, we have um, feel that is important for us to to uh, evolve and strengthen ourselves so, um, why don't we open up the conversation there? Um, how important do you think, or what, what, what do you emphasis do you put on, um, growing your professional development versus your technical development? Um, I, I'll admit, I kind of lump them together, uh, professional development with technical development. Um, cause you, any kind of, you are, doing development and learning you you're improving yourself one way or another uh, anyone who really follows me on twitter knows or x now um i'm a big one for using the hashtag always be learning i'm always learning trying to pick up things and so you never know where you might get beneficial information and where that can help you in your career, or even your job. Um, so you want to balance your professional development between the technical, like, okay, this is how you repair a computer. Let's say that basic. and Or this is how you configure a microphone. Or this is how you write uh, AV programming. But also into the soft skills, as you were mentioning, of like this is how to be a leader. And this is how to... Uh, communicate with uh, people or your end users or your uh, uh, handle situations or things like that. Those are all valuable um, traits that we can add to our tool belt as we grow. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think I think it, a lot of people think that that's something that really is limited or or is the focus of people that more or more in management but i'd argue that we all have to deal with people and as you said um those skills are transferable there's they're also valuable for day-to-day life it's not just at work and uh i mean i as you know and we've talked a little bit about i do a session on understanding personality types and, and i just feel like that's it's incredibly beneficial and can be applied to so many different situations. Um, but I'm always looking for what what are the um, the tips and tricks and and perspectives or or you know those gems that that will help me to work through different types of situations that that you know may not be obvious because I I feel like my technical side of my brain has to also be has to be exercised as well as my um, non-technical side of my brain and and uh, the the two need to create a little bit of balance between them if, and sometimes one gets weighted more than the other but it, I think the 
these ideas that we we can only we only need to worry about being good at our trade uh, I think is short-sighted in my opinion I agree and let's even like kind of look at that recently um one of the our employee here who's our trainer like he trains uh end users on how you software and do things and all that stuff he just completed the train the trainer course of uh hdi and so they gave he gave us the course um to go through as an all, all it coverage and what was really interesting and it helped it could really help teams is they got talking about um how people troubleshoot and there was four columns and in the four columns you had a list you go through them and list like the words that you kind of associate with how you troubleshoot six and then i think it was like top uh, pick the 15 and then it was like all right find out where the most are with column and like i found out for mine most of mine were in column one and two but my two full-time guys most of their was in three and four so i now i sit here it's like i and when I'm, there's an issue and i'm like okay well why have you troubleshoot it's like okay wait maybe they did but they maybe not done it the way I would have done it, they go at it differently. Doesn't mean they're not going to get to the same result. I got to let them work through their process. And again, it's technical. They got to work through their troubleshooting process, but they go about it differently. And so that's the soft skills. I ha You have to understand how each other works um, and what works well and what doesn't. So working as a team, you could just be co uh teammates and if you don't understand how your other teammate works your personality you're going to get frustrated you might think they're lazy you might think they're unmotivated but really they just do it differently than you do yes and that, that that's one of the reasons why this personality type concept fascinates me so much and that's it seems like this is a derivative of it or or example of it it's it's so amazing that you know, different people's brains just work differently and we're not going to change that. So we have to figure out how to understand the person that you're working with and make those adjustments so that we can work together effectively. Um, I think that, that our industry and, and many of the people in this um, could benefit from, from, from very, um, Fundamental skills too, if you will, you know, organization, time management. We've talked about those a little bit. Psychology is is critical, and and we 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 say this a lot, and and we'll we'll give the name drop to Joe Joe Way. We're we're all in sales, so it you know it, it's um all of those things are just critical to be able to further yourself, unless you truly are just going to sit in a room and do one thing. But I but I don't think that many people listening to this podcast are looking for that. And many of those people are not the people that are going to, uh, they're very, very much in the minority. You have to be a, a super genius. I think at one thing to be able to do that. I agree. And going back to something you said in the beginning of that, 
Um, a lot of people think the soft skills, oh, it, you'll learn those as you become a, a manager or a leader. And I think that's an incorrect way of looking at it. I actually read this in one of my books I, I've read, and it was talking about, I forget what president it was, but the there was a president who was looking for a new um, director of labor. And he was talking, he had an aide that he would bounce ideas off a lot. And he was talking to his aide and her response was, my husband would be great for that position. You should hire him. And the president responded to her saying, well, whoever goes into this position, people need to be able to follow. And her response was, once you put him there, people will follow him. And it, then the offer goes into, that's not the way to look at it. You can't become a leader and then expect people to follow you um, or become a manager. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to know how to manage. Uh, I, I kind of chopped this up. Uh, something we just talked about with my team recently is you have to build your building blocks. You have to be able to handle the small tasks and do them well. So that when you are in the big task, they just come natural to you. Same thing as being a leader. You have to build your skills as a leader before you're actually put into a situation where you need to lead people. Because it's like thinking about troubleshooting something is if you don't have that base of skills and you're thrown into the room and you say, make this work, and you have 100 people staring at you, the pressure's on, but you have no basis to go off of. So... Same thing with leadership. If someone throws you in management and go, okay, lead these 20 people, all eyes are on you, but you're frowning. You have no basis to build on, uh, to go off of. So build those blocks now. Absolutely. Yeah. So so what that comes down to is where, well, whose responsibility is that? And I and I, I think the, the answer is probably going to be that it's shared, but um, I believe, and and I think that I was like this even before I was in the role that I'm in, is that you you're responsible for your own development, your own destiny. You're you're responsible for improving yourself. The uh, you know our, our industry tends to be very focused on the developing the mostly technical skills. Um, employers, depending on your role, will give you probably very much weighted toward either the professional development or the technical, but not necessarily the blend. Uh, so, so I guess, the, you know, from, for people in our audience, what, 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 what are some ways for them to um, tip their toe into professional development? And, you know, sometimes you don't know what you don't know and, and, <laughs> and, and that's part of it, but, um, but, you know, how, how, how do you get started? Um. So to get started, I would say you have to find at least find one thing. Like I know in the beginning you mentioned uh how you and I both enjoyed reading. That was not always the case with me. Um if anyone who has a following or doesn't know, I, this is more on my LinkedIn side than my uh Twitter side, is about two years ago. I set out a personal goal because 
I was sitting there seeing folks like you, Steve, and other friends of mine and other contacts who were like, oh, I'm reading this book. I'm reading this book. And I felt like, I don't like reading. I don't enjoy, like, I don't read. But I felt, I hate saying this word, but I felt uneducated because I wasn't, you know, up on it. So I started, um, I set out a personal goal of reading 10 pages a night because my way when I used to read books, I had to either read a whole chapter or find a break in a book. And sometimes that's short, sometimes that's long. So it was very hard to be consistent. So I set that goal. I'll read 10 pages a night. That's an achievable, measurable goal. And since then, I've been through 17 books. Uh, I'm just and yes, when I moved, there was a couple months I didn't read, uh, but I aim for ten pages a night, and it's been going really well for seventeen books, and now I've become a reader. I, I there are people who now are taking suggestions books that I've read, uh, so that's one way. Another way is listening to podcasts. Like if you hear things on our podcast, um, I also listen to. Coaching for Leaders, which is has nothing to do with AV. I also listen to uh, United Soccer Coaches uh, podcast. Again, has nothing to do with AV, but there's tidbits in those podcasts that allows me to apply. And I think that's one key takeaway I want anyone listening to is you don't have to 100% agree with everything you hear and everything you read. You don't have to be blind faith. You can take, you can have an enjoyable offer that you like or an enjoyable podcast you like and not agree with everything they say, but you can take what you do agree with and build upon it with uh, your own experience and your own knowledge and grow as a person. First off, congrats. And, and I've been following you through that journey and I, I'm really proud to, to see that you've been doing that. And, and quite honestly, in full transparency, reading was never something that I came naturally to me. I just decided that I had a quest for knowledge and that was a way to do it. But I similarly to what you did, dedicated myself to say uh, the people that I wanted to be like were readers. So I needed to also commit to that. But I've also talked to people that say that they're big readers and they're listening to thing to to books on on audio. You know, it's so there depends on what you like. For me, I find that more difficult because I just I like to pace myself differently and feel like, like but I but podcasts, I I'll be the first to say I've gone to podcast university. I, I've learned so much about business through podcasts and and um and it, it it's it's just it's amazing that, and there's no way I would have been able to read that much and consume that much that I, and through that I've gotten through podcasts. So, you know, it's all, all really good, good, good stuff. And, and, um, and, and I think also the thing that I'll add to that is, is find, put yourself in a circle of people that you want to be, be like, or that you look up to, or that you feel comfortable with and, and, um, and, and try to, learn from them because, you know, they're everybody, ha everybody that is, has a similar mindset is going to help lift up the group and, and there, and there, there's going to be value in that. And that's one of the reasons why we do this podcast. Yes. Definitely find your people that can help you, but I'll add on to that. Also find people outside your circle 
to build your circle and grow your circle. Um, I know I use this uh, example a lot, so I might even say it here, but I remember the the first Infocom I went down uh, to, the one in Florida where, you know, you and I hung out. And, yeah, I was down there with a bunch of higher ed folks uh, or HEPMA folks and love HEPMA and I love my higher ed folks. But we went to an after par uh, party and as we walked into the room, they all went over to one area and I went the opposite way. And one of the members go, hey, James, we're over here. And I go, I know. And they say, where are you going? I'm like, I'm networking. And I went over and I talked to Tim Albright. I talked to Megan Detta. I sat down with you and your wife. We talked to David Bussett. Like, I talked to people who I normally wouldn't talk to all the time, like my higher ed folks, people. And I made connections there and I built relationship with folks. Um, so sometimes you got to do that. Step out of your comfort zone, have your comfort zone. You need your people. You need that support system, but don't be afraid to widen that circle and network out there. And going with what you said before, I agree with you. It's on us. I mentioned this on a recent uh, AB and AM is if you're not willing to put the work in, why do you expect your employer to? I I think that we should write that one uh, <laughs> in the sky because I I'm a big believer in that. It's a it has to be a two way street and um yep. ju just just to add on, AV and AM is another good one. You know, there there's many Sundays where I just feel very enriched just being able to have a conversation with people that challenge me to think and and give me some new ideas. And I feel like that's another form of professional development and whatever the topic is. Um, so th this has been a, yeah. a great, great episode and probably a good place for us to, to uh, pause it, but I'm sure we'll come back to it and love to hear not only what our audience thinks, but what is it that they do for professional development and what suggestions do they have? And Let's help each other grow and, and get better. James, how could people get in touch with you? And if you have any last words and um, and how can they uh, keep up with what you're doing? Uh, you can keep up with what I'm doing. You can uh, follow me on X at AV underscore James King. Sunday mornings with AV and AM. Uh, you want to see my collection of books, they're over on the LinkedIn. So James King there. Uh, Do Right for the Higher Ed Digital Magazine, the IT and AV column. Uh, so Google me, I'm out there. And just to tack on to that, writing's another great opportunity. Like I, I, I know that I wasn't a writer before I started doing some things and sharing thoughts. And I'll tell you, it's been so rewarding to be able to to uh, develop that skill. And and I, I don't know, I, fi I find that to be very enriching. So um, another good, great example. For me, you can reach me at Steve Greenblatt on social media, my company, Control Concepts at controlconcepts.net. And of course, um, here um, at Ask the Programmer, you can um, listen to us on our, your favorite podcast players. You can see the video on YouTube. Um, we also have a Twitter feed called the, it's uh programmer pod, right? AV programmer pod, sorry. <laughs> um, and 
you know, but, but reach out to us as many different ways to connect and, and let us know what you think. And we, we, we want to have a variety of topics and guests. So um, your input and your questions will help fuel that. And with that, this has been Ask the Programmer.